this has been an interesting topic to look at and it's not one that I actually knew that much about. Um, I've been into electric vehicles for quite a while in, in different forms, but I didn't really fully understand the, the carbon impact of creating them and the differences and answering the question of should you keep your petrol car or should you get an electric one? Interestingly, I've looked at quite a few different uh, sources here, which will all be in the show notes, but the, the short answer, if you want to listen to this, then ditch and run off your and finish your day off at 40 seconds, um, is it's around 30,000 miles is the point at which an electric vehicle will become cleaner than a, even an existing petrol car. So the way that we've come to these figures is through something called a life cycle assessment, where you look at the entire life cycle and operation of a car. And this is where the, the emissions get a bit more complicated because rather than just going well, if you looked at an electric car driving one mile and a petrol car driving one mile, the uh, the electric cars going to generate less emissions. A life cycle assessment will then take into account the entire production process of that car. So everything from the battery being produced through to the frame um, and the cars being heavier and the tires and all that stuff and putting all that into one big bundle. Whereas with a petrol car, because it already exists, you don't take into account the initial production of the car, but they do tend to consume more things as they go. So the refinement of petrol, the transport of petrol, uh, the actual burning of that petrol, as well as the other lubricants and oils that are included in a in a petrol vehicle, but perhaps don't get used at all in an electric one. So you've got to really balance those two up, and it's a bit more of a complex decision than maybe um, it first appears. So the reason why it's 30,000 miles, and let's just, I'll, I'll try and make this as clear as possible, because it was quite confusing for me to get to this point, but here we go. Um, if you're comparing it also, let's start off with the the average UK commute or the average miles driven per year in the UK is around 7,000 miles. So if you're driving at 30,000 miles, and that is the, that is t- typically the break-even point at the minute with the grid in the current uh, carbon form as it is, that's going to be around four years of the average driving conditions before you get to a point where an electric vehicle is cleaner than a existing petrol car. Now... If you're comparing it to a brand new petrol car, so if you're saying, I'm going to buy a VW Golf or a VW ID3, the ID3 being the electric version, the ID3 will be cleaner than the petrol car within two years of operation. So, or around 15 to 20,000 miles. Whereas the petrol car, um, because of the, it's got a slightly lower initial carbon footprint, but then the operation of it is much higher in terms of the emissions it generates. And again, just to put a figure on that, if you're driving 30,000 miles, that equates to around nine tons of carbon, so or carbon dioxide equivalent. So it's quite a lot, really, um, to be honest with you. So the average UK carbon footprint is around 10 tons, I think. So 30,000 miles is effectively an entire year's worth of every activity that a, a person in the UK would have, including flights, etc. So cars are actually quite emitting it is there are big source of emissions they, they account or road traffic accounts for around 20 percent. i think of the uk's total carbon footprint so that's where the, the payback period really comes in for electric cars and being much quicker and it was actually much quicker than i thought in terms of even over an existing petrol car where due to the due to the complex what's the word the due to the, the complex kind of nature of just burning and keeping a, a, a petrol car on the road and the emissions it generates at every stage of that journey, that all adds up to be quite a lot more. And therefore, an electric car actually breaks even on that much quicker than I even I thought it would be in its, its four years, even if that brand, other car is brand new. Because that brand new car, as soon as that drives off a forecourt, that first 30,000 miles, 
is is the most kind of or incredibly emissions heavy. Whereas an electric car, as soon as it drives off the forecourt, essentially it's only going to reduce from there on out in terms of the amount of emissions it can generate and the average kind of footprint of it as the grid gets cleaner, but also just as the you know, the electric car it's not going to be consuming that much and it's not generating any emissions at the tailpipe. So the the, the upfront cost is much higher, but the actual ongoing is much, uh, much less. So in terms of whether you should keep your electric, your petrol car or switch to electric, I think you can't look at this in terms of a 12 months um, cost. You need to look at it over a five year cost, both from a petrol, uh, both from a, uh, a financial point of view in terms of the petrol costs, et cetera, but also from a carbon point of view, because as soon as you look at it over a five-year period, especially if you're doing slightly higher miles as a business user, so these figures are based on 7,000 miles a year on average, if you're doing more than that, you're going to hit that 30,000 miles much quicker, and it might be you do that in the first year, in which case it's actually going to take a year for you to break even on that carbon footprint in terms of undoing the damage that producing that um, initial vehicle cost. So as soon as you look at it over five years, both financially and from a carbon cost point of view, that electric car is going to be far more beneficial to you than a petrol one would, even if that petrol one is one that you already have and you've been running for quite a few years. Now, electric cars aren't always possible for everyone and they are expensive. However, I would say that now with the tax incentives in the UK, if you're a business owner or you're um, even a solo director of a company, you, you there'll, be, there'll be workarounds for your tax to be able to make the cost basically parable, comparable with a petrol car, even without you, before you've got to the point of fuel and, and, and accounting that into the consideration. So definitely worth looking into, um, both in terms of salary sacrifice, but also just straight up kind of fleet or not fleet, but um, kind of company owned uh, assets and, and putting the car through the company rather than through your, you personally. But there's, there's different ways. Speak to your accountant. It's complex. I don't fully understand it, but we've got an article coming soon on that. But generally... Is cheaper than you think it would probably would be, and you can quite quickly become more cost-effective than a petrol one. And then the carbon emissions are actually much lower than you think as well. So, hopefully, that answers some questions because I was quite surprised by this being such a low payback period. But in the in Germany, it was it calculated at forty thousand kilometers. One of the articles I read was about thirty thousand miles, and then another one I read was around twenty-five thousand miles. So, interestingly, these all started coming into roughly the same range. So 40,000 kilometers, I think it's around 26,000 miles or something like that. So even in Germany, it's a similar figure in the fact that electric vehicles are just better in terms of emissions and they're not necessarily the answer. I think we need to have less cars generally, but I think if you're looking at a petrol car and going, oh, it's actually far better for me to run this old Saab or this old you know, Volvo that I've got and, and I've had for the past 15 years, I'll keep that on the road because that's surely better than an electric vehicle. The answer is no, it's not because within 30,000 miles of that vehicle running, you've probably generated around you know 10 tons of, of CO2 and that 10 tons is, 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 is quite a lot. So I think there has been a bit of context lacking from just how bad petrol cars are for the environment. I think people know it, but I don't think people know just the, the scale necessarily. And you know, a, an electric car, that battery is going to have a carbon footprint that is quite considerable, but that gets undone quite quickly with that um, due to the emissions of a petrol vehicle alternative. So hopefully that answers the question. If you've got any other questions on this, please do let me know, because I think it's a topic that I'd like to know more about in terms of your decision-making and how you're making those decisions and what what might be stopping you from going for an electric vehicle that is perfectly justifiable. And you know, I'm not saying that it's, it's not okay to, to ignore them, but 
please do email me on adam at small99.co.uk if you would like further advice or anything like that. And I do check out the comments in the show notes that might help shed a bit more information on this for you if you are currently in the middle of, of working it all out. And see you next time.